Hi, Bestie, and welcome to the Business Bestie Podcast, where myself and Adana spill the tea on everything life, everything purpose, and everything business to help you live the life you love and love the life you live unapologetically. I'm Krisha, the girl from Trinidad with the island accent, passionate about all things purpose and all things online courses. I help people turn anything they know and anything they do into profitable online businesses. And I'm LaDonna. I reside in Charlotte, North Carolina. Not only are we besties who met through social media, but we're your bestie too. And I'm your partner in product development and startup business building, who wants to help you turn your passion into products that profit. And together, we bring women like yourself the real tea on relationships, faith, self-love, balance, and business. It's time for you to get out of your own way and live the abundant life God has designed for you. You do not have to do life alone. Let's talk about it. So grab your mug. Let's sip some tea. Bestie. Hello, Business Bestie. It's LaDonna again with the Business Bestie podcast. And I have my Business Bestie, Krisha, right here with me. Hey, y'all. It's Krisha. I'm excited about this episode. Yes. In this episode today, we're going to talk about effective time management. Um, there are so many different um, levels to time management, especially if you are a wife, a mom, sister, daughter, entrepreneur, like all of those things, a servant, leader um, in your church, all of those things that kind of want our attention. And we try to give all of them like equal amounts of time because they're all very important to us, right? And somehow we kind of lose track, we lose focus, and in some cases we lose ourselves, right? Mm. So today we just want to give you like maybe just a quick um, synopsis of, you know, how to grab your time back, how to be more productive, um, do more in less time maybe, and um, just, you know, t- make sure that you're taking care of yourself first and foremost, Absolutely. Um, so I'll start, you know, just by, you know, sharing a story of, you know, me and not too long ago, um, you know, when I was working full time, I literally had a schedule for almost every second of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and working, it kept me focused and it kept me on track. Um, I had a weekday and a weekend, kind of like a routine, and I I followed it religiously. When I say everything that I did on Monday, I did that every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, even down to cooking. My family knew on Wednesdays, it was fend for yourself day. If that was making a sandwich, (laughs) that was like my breather day, right? Do not come to me talking about I'm hungry. Right. But I, I knew what to expect. But then when I lost my job, I literally tried to follow that same model and it somewhat worked until COVID. Mm. Okay. So when COVID happened, we were in quarantine. It kind of flipped my world upside down because I'm a natural planner. Right. Not only planning businesses, planning numbers, but I literally plan my whole life. Um, but when COVID happened, like I said, my whole world was flipped upside down. Um, sometimes I can be 
an extreme introvert. Sometimes I can be a little bit of an extrovert. When my family was at home, I was like extreme introvert. Okay. (laughs) And everyone was at home and I still had tasks that needed to be completed. Um, The world was shut down. That in itself was a whole distraction because you want to watch the news. You want to see what's going on, what's happening next. You're kind of, you know, wondering, is my family going to get it? How can I go out to get groceries and not get pulled over because I'm out and about and I'm not supposed to? Like all of those things were constant distractions and thoughts. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I had a house full of people at any given time. Um, And then I kind of felt guilty that my family was here and I wasn't spending time with my family. Right. Mm. So I became somewhat unproductive in my business. And um, then, you know, fast forward a little bit when COVID, well, when the quarantine was lifted, my husband started to pick his hours back up. The kids were going back to school LaDonna was still on the couch watching TV. (laughs) I was still scrolling, shopping Amazon. You know, if I woke up at 10 o'clock, that was okay. If I wanted to take a scroll down to the post office, whenever, drop off one package. A couple of hours later, a customer emails me, hey, did you send my t-shirt? I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had a hurry and create the t-shirt then go back to the post office I was literally just all over the place and so Mm. what happened was I was allowing the day to plan my life instead of me planning my day yeah before I knew it it was the end of 2022 last quarter of 2022 my business had made half the money that I made Mm. in 2021 a fraction of what I had made in 2020. So I had to say, and I literally had to be intentional. And that's one of the points that I'm going to talk about today. Krisha and I is being intentional. Like I literally had to be intentional and say, how am I going to get back to LaDonna, get back to being productive, get back to being focused. And I literally had to sit that last quarter down and say, well, I don't have a purpose planner going into 2023. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a purpose planner, but how are we going to plan on purpose? And Mm. so, um, so what I did, of course, you know, I'm the queen of creating planners. So I created a quick lifestyle set for me and it basically embodied everything that I needed to jumpstart that life of organization and time management that I was used to. So, um, and that's really what helped me get back on track. And um, Krisha, would you like to add anything to that before we hop into like some of the strategies we want to talk about with time management? Absolutely. Because I was going to echo exactly what you said, whether you are intentionally planning or unintentionally planning, like life is doing some planning for you. So it's right. better to be intentional about what happens and I never used to be someone that was super planned or super organized. And like you said, it's very different being in a corporate structure where 
there kind of is a plan that's set for you and your life is around these eight hours that you work. Um, but then when you start moving into full-time entrepreneurship, like it's a whole different type of planning that's necessary to keep you on target, to keep you on track and to do everything you need to do in life, purpose and business. Yes. Yeah. Because we found out if you don't work, you don't get paid. <laughs> you don't get paid. <laughs> Because when I was in corporate, I was salary. So it didn't matter if I took a 30-minute lunch or a two-hour lunch. I still got paid. Still got when paid. That's right. And I'm scrolling social media for two hours. That meant no no money. <laughs> so, and it reflected when, um, reflected in my pay when it was time to file our taxes. And I'm just like sticker shocked, like, hey, what is going on? So in hindsight, when, you know, you look back and it's like, wow, I really lost a lot of time just, you know, from scrolling, from watching TV, um, from sleeping in just that whole two and a half years of dealing with COVID and quarantine. It really set your girl back. Okay. Yeah. that I'm going to blame it on quarantine. Okay. Like, <laughs> not laziness, but one of the things that I would say that um, has that would help me with time management, and this is one thing that I learned from a coach a couple of years ago, was time blocking. And I literally had to, like I say, be intentional in using that strategy coming into 2023 and get back to what I was used to. And let me explain to you what time blocking is if you don't know. It's basically just blocking out specific times um, in days that you're going to do something. So I had to be um, intentional about what my Monday was going to consist of. So I knew every single Monday I was not taking any type of um, phone calls from customers uh, or clients or any of that. I'm not doing any labor unless I'm behind. My Monday is filled with um, business planning, re-looking at my business, planning my week for my family. My husband is off that day. So I'm being intentional about spending time, you know, with him because there's that whole balance. Some people say balance. Some people say harmony, you know, that that's where that kind of comes in at. So I had to say like, this is what I'm going to do on Monday. Um, And then I decide what I'm going to do on Tuesday. When am I going to take um, calls from customers? When I'm going to do laundry, you know, like household stuff. Um, How does all of that work in with my schedule so that I can make sure I'm showing up for me as an individual? I'm showing up for my family, but I'm also showing up for my business. And that time blocking, it really, really helped me out. And It also gives you the ability, we talk about this a lot, with setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. being able to say no, because if you have your time blocks in place, you know, if a customer wants to, or a client wants to have a consultation on Monday, you know, that's, no, my calendar's blocked that day. Unless you, you know, we talked about passing some blessings on to someone if you feel like you know extending that um opportunity for them to um for you to open your calendar up on a monday you can do that but you know 
that's off limits, that's family day, that's administration day, and then you move around that. Absolutely. I follow the same rhythm as you because I realized I was in the habit of giving away my yes. So when you discount mm-hmm. your yes, you realize that other people have the ability to pull you into their world instead of you yeah. pulling them into your world. So people right. would call and text um, all the time and say, can you do, can you do? And the answer was yes, 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 yes. But when the answer was yes, I realized that not only I was feeling the effects as a person, but my business was because I was doing all these other things, um, that were demands, other people's emergencies, other people's priorities, and I did not have mine. So I had to reevaluate things and, some of the things that I do personally in terms of my notifications and all of that, mm-hmm. the reason why I turn them off is because they distract me. That's also a part of time management because one person would send me a message, that message sends me down a rabbit hole or it's a request or it's something that takes me out yeah. of where I'm currently focused. So I keep the notifications off. So I check when I want to check, not that the notification demands my attention. And this is one of the hacks that's great in terms of time management because you can see one post, one text, one message, and that one message distracts you so much. You end up going to Google something else. You end up trying to research. You just end up going down this rabbit hole because of minor distractions. So like you, I had to set boundaries for specific days. This is when I'm doing errands. This is when I'm doing clients. This is when I'm improving myself. This is when I'm just taking me time or Krisha time. And I also had to use some systems, systems in terms of managing to know, well, okay, maybe you don't keep this app on your phone. You only use it on your laptop. Mm -hmm. Maybe you log out at a specific time. My favorite thing now on the iPhone is that do not disturb. I don't think I ever take my phone off. You real heavy on the do not disturb, okay? I know how friends be like, send message quietly. Yes. I'm like, what is this just popped up here? Because I stay in that mode, but that's a mechanism I use to protect me because I know I'm easily distracted. So you might send me, hey, Christian, did you see? And I'm going to end up in a whole conversation. Then I'm going to turn on Netflix. I'm going to go research. And then I'm not going to be as effective with managing my time. So one of the things that I do is I manage notifications and I manage software and systems that can easily distract me and pull me away from my focus. Yeah. And that's like really, really good. I thought that had a lot to do with old age, me pulling up my phone, (laughs) thinking that I was going to go to one thing and then I see a text message And then I put my phone down and 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I never did that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to know that someone else does that. You're normal. Yes. You're normal. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, that time blocking is like so, so good. It's a really good strategy to use, to implement, um, to help you not in just in business, but also in your personal life. Um, Like I said, it allows you um, to identify what you need to say no to um, in addition to the things that you need to prioritize um, in your life. Um, Another thing that um, I had to, it's kind of a negative, 
um, what I'm going to say is negative, but I'm going to spin, give you the positive spin, right? So I learned that I am, and I learned this during COVID. Okay. I spent a lot of time with LaDonna, but I am an extreme procrastinator. Okay. Mm. I say that I work well under pressure and, but I realize that procrastination will paralyze your productivity. Absolutely. That's good. I mean, and if I say, as we have talked previously in um, one of our other podcasts about um, a level of excellence and operating with integrity, I found myself procrastinating so bad that my delivery was not to my expectation. Mm. And so it paralyzed, it not only paralyzed my productivity, but it also paralyzed um, my integrity within my business. So I had to really say, you know, I had to make those to-do lists, right? And I had to say like, okay, so this, this is all that I have going on today. And I need to say, this is going to be done by two o'clock. I need to have this done by four o'clock so that I could stay on track. Because if Krisha needs an order done and she's just telling me, she's just sending it over and I'm like, okay, well, it has a five to seven day shipping window. I'm going to print on the seventh day. (laughs) (laughs) And then on that seventh day, guess what happens? My toner runs out, okay? <laughs> and then I have to order toner and it takes another two days to get the toner. So yeah. I, I was no longer operating in that integrity, mm. in that level of excellence. And mm. so I had to just, you know, go back and, and create those lists of that to-do list. And within that to-do list, I have a priority list. Like these are my priorities for the for the day. So I need to make sure at least these three things get done today and all the other things I can just, you know, get in where it fits in. Um, now I, I will say, and I'll use this word paralyze again, you don't want your list or your time blocking to paralyze you yes. from doing other things, yes. right? You don't yes. want to become that list or that time blocking that it does not allow you to be happy. Yes, flexible. Yeah, like make it work for you. Yes, Yes. And then if it doesn't work, scratch it and start over again. Start over, yes. (laughs) Yes. One of the things that I like doing um, being a new planner, because I wasn't always this way, right? (laughs) I'm new to planning um, and that's how I was able to develop my own planning system because I realized the things that work for other people didn't work for me. Even as we're sharing with you besties, we want you to adapt these things that we are sharing to your life. So we share, we share what works for us, but you should also use this and develop your own system. And that's exactly what I did. I realized that I needed some habit correction. So there were some things that I was doing that were habits that I needed to course correct and to do differently. So one of the things I realized is that I needed a 21-day rhythm to create new habits where I had habits that weren't as productive working for me. And I started with this 21-day rhythm 
We all know it takes 21 days to make a habit. But what we don't know is when I break in that 21, I have to start over from one. So if I go from one to 10 and I do this activity, let's say um, every day I want to read one chapter in a book and I'm reading from day one to 10. Day 11, I forget. I don't feel like it. I just don't do it. I've broken my habit um, in, in terms of establishing that new habit. And actually day 12 is now day one. Yes. But we continue like if day, day 12 is day 13, 14, and we keep going and we didn't uh, create that rhythm of a habit. So when you want to change habits in your time management and how you operate in your life, do a 21-day block, but make sure you have it on a calendar or on a planner that you're committing to this activity every single day for 21 days. Sometimes you might miss the day that you miss. Start back from one. Make sure you have 21 days uninterrupted. The next step from that that I use is now 90 days to create a lifestyle. So even though I do it for 21 days and it's a habit, after 21, guess what? I can go back to old me. Like, I, you know, they say old habits die hard or something like that. So, so I can go back to day one, that old habit. Now we want to move it into lifestyle. And that's where you move into your 90-day commitments, doing that same thing. For about three months continuously, it now becomes just as natural as brushing your teeth, taking a shower. It becomes a part of your lifestyle. So you want to use the 2190 in terms of correcting habits and establishing a lifestyle. So, Krisha, everything that you were saying is really good. So as you were talking, I wrote down three C's that's going to help us help us all be able to start those 21 um, day um, those habits or either break bad habits during those 21 days and then also create that lifestyle within a 90 day period so the first C that I wrote down was commitment mm-hmm. right we need to not only commit to ourselves but we want to commit to whatever it is that we want to do if if it's exercising, moving, if it's no TV, whatever that thing is that we want to do for those 21 days, we have to commit to it. And we have to understand why is it important to us? Because like in all things, when we understand the why, then we know like why this is important to me. Why do I need to finish this and see it through? The second C was um, consecutively, like you literally Mm -hmm. said, 21 consecutive days, right? Like you miss a day, it starts all the way back over. And it's it's not that we're being hard on ourselves, right? You literally want to create these good habits and break those bad habits. Um, And then you'll see how other things just start to, you know, align, you know, better for you. And the third C was consistency. Mm-hmm. We have to be consistent in working on ourselves. We have to be consistent in showing up every day. We have to be consistent in being there for our family members, have to be consistent in being there, um, you know, for our businesses that we want to run. So those are the three C's that I thought about as you were speaking over the 21 and 90 days. That's commitment. That's consecutively. And that's consistently. 
Absolutely, LaDonna. And, you know, I want to just circle back to the foundation of your time management and what you're doing. It really does start with the vision. You have to have a vision for where your life is going. And that's where you get the time management from. You mentioned it earlier, and I think it it, it deserves to um, be reiterated again and to be mentioned again, because this is how you see what are my priorities The reason people fail in time management and goal setting is because they have no priorities. So in the absence of no standard, if anything goes, you should say, okay, what is my goal for my family, for my business, personally? What's my goal for my finances, my health, my education? Based on that, you now scale back that vision into your time blocks. So it tells you what you should be doing each and every day based on your order of priority. So in those blocks, you will have your health. In those blocks, family. In those blocks, business. In those blocks, education. In those time blocks, it comes from your overall vision. So you need to start with your vision. Then you go into your time blocks. Then you move into looking at your habits versus your lifestyle, and you start now creating these consecutive 21, 90, being committed to it, and you would see mm-hmm. it does, ref- I mean, you do see the results in your life. You see the results in, it feels good when you achieve things. It feels good when you go to that, um, I like to call it tada list, where the magic happens. Yeah. It feels good when you go to that tada list and you're like, done 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 you feel so accomplished um because when you don't accomplish those goals you feel more sluggish Mm -hmm. you feel demotivated and you stay in that emotion yes but when you start achieving you feel encouraged and you stay in that emotion so this needs to be a priority in our lives business besties like this has to be high priority learning to manage our time Yes. And in the beginning, it's all, well, you know, we bring Jesus in everything that we do, right? So in the beginning, it may seem like it's a sacrifice Mm. that we have to give up something. I have to give up TV. You know, that was just a choice that I made. And I'm not a TV watcher. So during COVID, I don't know where this binging (laughs) show, it came from Krisha. That's where it came from. Okay. Oh my God. So how we had nothing else to do, (laughs) nothing, nothing, but I had to give up TV. My TV literally stays off all day long. Um, I'll turn it on in the morning to watch the news for about 45 minutes or so. And it does not come back on until like six, seven o'clock at night. Um, and that's, in the beginning, it just seemed like, oh, the news is about to come on. Oh, I could go, you know, binge this or binge that. Like, it's 2 o'clock in the middle of the day, okay? People like LaDonna, chill. But <laughs> that's that's what I was doing. So it seemed like it was a sacrifice. Like, I was giving up something that I really liked. But then after you do it for a while, like we said, that commitment, that consistency, and then doing something consecutively, 
I don't even miss TV. I can't tell you like what shows are popping or, you know, what's the latest trend right now, unless I see it on social media. So in the beginning, it's going to seem like it's a sacrifice, like it's something hard, like you're giving up something. But the Bible does say that obedience obedience is greater than sacrifice. So it may start off like it's a sacrifice, but then it just starts to like build this self-control, build this obedience that you're obedient to your purpose. You're being obedient to your vision. You're being obedient to like the things that you inspire, that you're inspired to do. And it's not like, like I said, you're not losing anything. You're gaining so much more because you're super focused, you're super um, productive, and you're seeing all of these different things just manifest in your life. And that's the exciting part, right? Seeing the results. Um, Sometimes people are so used to seeing the results, they don't realize the sacrifice that comes Mm -hmm. before it and the consistency, like we said, um, being consecutive, the commitment, and also the discipline. Because a lot of times we have to say no to things we really enjoy and love Mm -hmm. to say yes (laughs) to our priority and our purpose. So we had to learn Yes, I enjoy this, but at this point in time, like my business bestie, I be working all day and I clock out at seven. Like she be wanting to work from seven till. So like my business bestie, LaDonna, at 9 p.m., oh, Krisha, look at this teachers and give me off. And I'm like, child, we off the clock. (laughs) And all of a sudden, do not disturb comes up. And I'm like, no, she did not. Like, she just hit me with the D&D. Okay. <laughs> I sure did. Because she be wanted to work at times that I want to watch basketball. At times I want to watch um, Love is Blind or, or some other thing. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be trying to say, do you like these colors? <laughs> yes. There's so much be going on at night. And Chris was like, no. No, and no, and I'm like, mm-hmm, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, and I think we had talked about this before, but when you have that relationship with people, you don't take it personal. You know, you value that person to know like, hey, these are the boundaries that they have set. Like, I just need to respect it. And I, I'm going to slide one in there every once in We're a while. We're still going to do it. <laughs> You're still sending them designs, even though I'm like, don't bug me. You're like, "Mm, look at these, look at these. And I'm still going to (laughs) respond. Yes. But, you know, it all, you know, just goes hand in hand with um, just, just, knowing who you are, knowing who your friends are, um, just paying attention to like, what's important to you, what's important to, you know, those people who are around you. Um, and like Krisha said, when I'm working that late, it's normally because I have taken breaks during the day from either carpool and I'm doing that from like two 30 until like three 30 and then spending time with Delana, if it's outside or if it's, you know, eating together, whatever the case may be. And then I'm cooking dinner. So by the time I 
have time to get back to my business, it's like six or seven o'clock in the evening. And so that's kind of, you know, sometimes where we don't really mesh, but we still come together. <laughs> yes. But in my I think time it's, blocking, it's... in my time blocking, that kind of works for me. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's key to mention, you know, our lifestyle. Like I'm single. Yeah. Uh, it's just my dad and I. So I could sit and work for an eight hour chunk. I could come into my office and I could sit and I could do, you know, coaching and all of that. And I could do that in that those hours. I don't have carpool. I don't have a husband yet that's coming home at whatever it's time. Funny. Think about dinner. <laughs> oh, you are too funny. So... It works for us. So I think it's really using the keys and the principles that we are giving, adopting it to your lifestyle. There are some things that is a priority based on your function as wife, mother, sister, aunt, you know, they're all the things that you have to do and be for your family members. Even though I might have less, like just daughter, um, friend, we know how to navigate priorities. Right, exactly. And if I can just give one more um, strategy, that would be the power of delegation. Yes, that's good. We have to learn how to let go. Yes. You know, like now when I was in corporate, um, I never thought I was a micromanager. (laughs) But the my assistants, they would tell me sometimes that I was. But um, in hindsight, I look back and I say, you know what? It was literally because I really probably didn't think that the job would be done the way that exactly how I wanted it to be done mm-hmm. and when I wanted it finished. So I was always following up or I was given too much direction instead of allowing them to like, you know, figure it out and explore. And doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you got to the answer, as long as the answer is right. Like I can say three plus three is six, or I can say two plus four is six. Six is the answer. So it doesn't matter which way you got there, you know, yes. but delegation is definitely key to um, time management because you're only one person. But you have a hundred things on your to-do list. And some of those things that are not priority, that can be um, delegated to other people. Listen, Delana, my youngest, is eight years old. Oh, she's putting up dishes in the dishwasher. (laughs) She's sweeping the floor sometimes. If I could get her the vacuum, that would be great. And and I make those things fun, right? But I yes. just realized, okay, LaDonna, like there's ways that you can incorporate this help around the house without yelling yes. and screaming and demanding. <laughs> so what we're saying is that time management needs to be a priority in your life, your purpose, and your business. You need to function as a whole person and realize that in your day, you have to be one person to many things. You can prioritize each of these things, get them done and get those results. So we hope that we've provided some good practical strategies for you in your journey and share this with your business bestie. Planning is always better with friends. So grab an accountability partner. Determine which one of these practices you need to focus on and go ahead and start managing your time. We'll talk to you next time, Business Bestie. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
this is Bestie. Thank you for joining us today. I hope that you caught all the tea that we were spilling. And if you love this episode, comment one thing you learned from us today. And do me a favor, make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Share this episode with another business bestie and also follow us on all social media at Business Besties. That's B-E-S-T-E-A-S. And remember, we love doing life, purpose, and business with you. And we hope to see you right back here for the next episode. Have an amazing day.